Well, like so many people, I remember when I saw Star Wars for the first time at a movie theater on the west side of Manhattan. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for a week of March 8th, 2020. This is episode 74, Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the Parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. We'll be back right after these short messages. And now, on with the show. We have a major news now from the business world. Bob Iger stepping down after 15 years as CEO of Disney. That is our parent company. He's taking on a new role in a legendary career that has shaped this company and the media landscape. So just recently, we got, I just shared last episode how Bob Iger surprised many of us with his recent retirement. He effective immediately said he was stepping down as CEO of the Disney Corporation. And this is a happy time, a sad time, so many mixed emotions. And it's something that I could not handle. I could not take on such a subject of remembering Bob Iger's legacy alone. So I invited, I have Kyler Pope with me, and we are going to be discussing our dear friend, Bob Iger. Tyler, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me oh, on the show. My pleasure. My pl- I got to be on your show. Now you get to be on my show. It's a wonderful world. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, when I was studying for this, I had the strong impression to start off with when Bob first became CEO. And one of the first major things he did was, like, kind of get the rights back to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah. If you know what that is. And I'll do an episode on my show about that a little bit later called Oswald the Lucky Rabbit uh, Test of Time. But anyway, anyway, um, and that was because... Bob was quoted saying that there was a little bit of an empty spot in Walt's heart after Oswald left. So, I mean, it's good that he brought him back. And um, the deal was, like, NBC's sportscaster Al Michaels got, like, traded to Universal's. And... Um, NBC sportscaster, sorry. Um, NBC sportscaster Al well, Michaels. Well, now he's NBC sportscaster, yeah. Um, yeah. He was with ABC and... for many, many years. Did a lot of stuff with the Olympics and different sports things with them. Uh, he's a legendary sportscaster. And it, it seems like such a weird trade. Yeah, it's, it, it was a legendary trade. And, of course, all our did all of our... All of us Disney fans are very happy that Oswald is back home. Oh yes, indeed. I mean, it was uh, it was quite the it was quite the unbelievable trade um, to get the giving up the man that coined the phrase. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. To 
you know, for a pen and ink, but it wasn't just any pen and ink. Like you said, it, it, it's, it's something special to, to everybody. And Walt was devastated whenever, um, very maliciously, he lost the rights to Oswald. Um, I mean, he wasn't, everyone thinks of as Walt as this uh, genius as far as, as um, marketing and campaigning and business goes. A business genius, yes. and he wasn't. It wasn't. That was his brother. Uh, what was the creative Walt, one? Yeah, Walt. Walt is a master. Well, not in sales or anything like that, but he is truly. He's the mind that kind of shapes. Up all of our Disney characters, such as Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and many, many oh, more. Absolutely. So, um, and have anything you studied for the Bob Iger thing? Because I have a couple of more things to talk about. But yeah, I um, I mean, he did a lot for the company. I I want to say that. His uh, his legacy will be remembered as years of growth, uh, years of growth for for Disney. He he really expanded the company. Um, yeah, and especially because of the downfall that Michael Eisner had. Well, and that's they, and that's they, part of the timing of this this whole thing was that he did not want to end up how Eisner ended up. I mean, Eisner, yeah. Eisner did a lot for the company, and he really grew the company as well, um, moving it forward from where it was in the 80s, where people were trying to hostily take over the company and rip it to shreds, to something much more substantial. He brought moved the parks forward. Um, controversially, he brought characters into Epcot. He expanded the characters. He got, I mean, we had a, the new golden age of Disney animation under him. Yeah, but then things started fading off, and the people that brought him in tried to get rid of him. I, I gotta say that uh, Michael Eisner, just to get on the topic for just a little bit, yeah. I think his, his last thing that he really did good for the company was the acquisition of the Muppets because that happened in 2004 before, um, let's see. Bob Iger became CEO. That that's I, I love the Muppets. So Same here. I mean, um, and that was something that was in the work for years, and unfortunately, um, that wasn't the initial plan. Jim passed away. Right with Jim's passing, um, it kind of threw a wrench into what the initial plan was. Uh, Jim was trying to sell the entire company to Disney because um, he knew he was just getting to the point that it was just too much for him, and he just. He was done. He, he, you know, he was getting old. He wanted to kind of sit back and relax a little bit and let someone else take over the reins. Yeah, I, and uh, he's he still wanted to work as like a did uh, for Disney, but like he wanted his Muppets to get into a good hand, right. such as Disney. But that didn't really take off until 2004. That's why I think that was his last 
achievement that was really groundbreaking. Yes, yes, that that was that's something I was always happy with to to see the Muppets finally uh, part of the Disney company. Which I mean, I I have my opinions on on that currently. Um, as happy as I am, I I do have some dissatisfaction with it, but we'll we'll, yeah. we'll stay positive on this. And um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, two thousand six, which was just uh, after Iger took over. Iger took over in two thousand five. Um, came over from the ABC. He almost lost his job whenever. Um, I whatever Eisner uh, bought Capital City, the, the Capital City acquisition, and they you know typically during an acquisition, okay, we got some redundancies and some extra positions. How can we we have to reduce staff because you you don't need two or three people doing the same job, like the recent acquisition of right. Fox, where like a bunch of people had to be laid off because they needed to reduce staff because Disney was kind of getting in... I mean, I'm not a huge Simpsons fan, but... I I like the Simpsons back when they came out in the 90s. Um, I I haven't stuck with them as much for 30 years. I mean, I I enjoy the Simpsons. Can't say I've watched anything recently. Um, But I, I, I... I still know who they are. I, I enjoy them. Um, as, as amazing as that is, I always keep saying that my more shocking is that, okay, everyone's surprised the Simpsons are Disney. I'm more surprised yeah. that Family Guy is Disney. Family Guy? What the exactly. heck? <laughs> Family Guy. It, it's Man, not supposed to that. be Disney. It, it's way worse than the Simpsons. Exactly. Oh. They should just cancel that show and just... Well, it still shows up on Freeform at two o'clock in the morning, or 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 at least just have it under the Touchstone pictures. <laughs> well, uh, they, they they I'm sure they're trying to figure that all out. I mean, it's it's got an audience. It's you know it's got like a following, so parents, it's not something they're just gonna get rid of right away. Yeah, parents will be like, "What? Mm. Um, this is a really bad show for kids." So, uh. <laughs> At least it's not on Disney Plus. No, not yet. Um, no, that that's probably gonna stay on Hulu. That would be a, more of a Hulu thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, he he almost lost his job because um, Eisner just did not necessarily see a place for Bob. And yeah, um, you know, they, they kind yeah. of he just kind of stayed under the radar for a little while, and then next thing you know, they make him COO of Disney. Uh, Bob, I, uh, Michael Eisner gets his uh, uh, marching orders. Um, he steps down, and Iger finds his way on top. I mean, it was just a very weird situation that happened to get him up there. I mean, he did a lot for ABC during his his short tenure there. I mean, one of my favorite shows. Um, he was very much a part of Home Improvement, which brought Tim yeah. Allen into Disney. Which I mean, you think of everything that he's done. Can you? I mean, can you imagine? The Santa Claus Toy Story yeah. and just Buzz Lightyear is not Tim Allen because Buzz Lightyear was not originally going to be Tim Allen. It was going to be Billy Crystal. Yeah, but Billy Crystal turned it down, and then he ended up doing Mike Wazowski on Monsters Inc. Which I love him as Mike Wazowski. I was actually just watching Mike's new car before, and just 
enjoying every little nuance and moment of that. Yeah, and the, especially with the new, new Monsters at Work show that's coming. Yeah, that should be fun. I mean, they're not going to be directly involved with that. They're, they're just more background characters as far as Mike and Sully go. Yeah. Because it's not about but them, but it, they're still but involved. They, yeah. But at least they're still, like, the voice actors in the show because take, let's see, Timon and Pumbaa for the Timon and Pumbaa show in the... 1995. They changed the voice actors for that. And I really didn't like it because I like um, Nathan Lane Ernie, and Ernie Sambello. Yeah. Yeah, those, I love those guys. Yeah. And, and they're Jersey yeah, people, okay. so that makes me even happier. Yeah. And I mean, at least they're back. Yeah. For the show. And, um, yeah, that's something that I think Iger's been a little pickier about is trying to keep some consistency. The voice acting. Yeah, some consistency with voice acting when possible. Um, I mean, it's not always possible, but when possible, he, he's been. I've been noticing they're trying to stay a little more on top of that. Mandy Moore does the voice of Rapunzel for the Tangled series. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's he, he tries to. I mean, I don't know how much is directly his influence on that, but I've noticed that since he's taken over, that's been more the case than not. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, in 2006, um, he got paused with Lucky Rabbit. He negotiated Pixar from Apple yeah. for $7.4 billion. And they, they what was still he thinking? Make... Yeah. But the thing is that um, they made buddy films before that. They still had Disney, Pixar, Toy Story, but Disney didn't own Pixar. No, it was it was a distribution right, much like Fox and Star and Lucas Films with Star Wars. Yeah, but then the Star Wars franchise had to go over to Disney because of the accusation. Yeah, well that was that was six years later. Yeah. I mean what was your initial reaction when you first heard that Bob Iger was stepping down from CEO? I could tell you exactly where I was. I was sitting where? at IHOP with my family and we were eating we were having dinner. And they had this IHOP actually has TVs going, and uh, they had uh, MSNBC or one of those uh, stations on. And the ticker at the bottom ran, it was, it was a local, no, it was a local channel, local news 12. Um, yeah. and across the bottom, wearing the ticker, Bob Iger stepping down immediately as Disney. Uh, yeah, but he's still gonna be exec- executed chairman through 2021. You know where I was? Mm. I was listening to your episode, like, and that's literally where I first heard it. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I came home last <laughs> night. I recorded that in the middle of the night as soon as I got home. Um, still didn't have my computer hooked up. I did it on my phone. Um, yeah. yeah, he's sticking around as executive, um, for executive, chairman. For, uh, tra- executive chairman of creative uh, processes. Endeavors. Yeah, so he's 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 pretty much focusing ESPN, Disney Plus, some of his uh, stuff that's close to his uh, heart that he wants to finish up his little babies. Um, yeah, 
and then JPEG kind of run the rest there. So, what do you know about JPEG? Because I have my own fair share about JPEG, sorry. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of funny we're getting another Bob. Yeah, we have a bunch of Bobs with Bob Gurr, Bob Iger, Mm -hmm. Bob Girl. Yeah. And then Bob Chapek, just a bunch of Bobs running a company. Yeah, uh, Chapek is, he was the guy who decided to kind of combine um, parks and uh, retail and all that type of stuff into one little harmonious thing. He, um, yeah, he was part of consumer. He was part of the consumer products end. He yeah. started off over there. He actually started um, with the, the VHS stuff. He did a lot of your, um, your directed Disney videos, like uh, the the Disneyland Fun. Did he do that? Like the Disney sing along songs or anything? I don't think he did. But... No, that was before. That was well before his time because those are actually from the eighties. A lot of those. Yeah, I love uh, them. Um, yeah, he. Uh, so he he started started in '93. He worked in yeah. Buena Vista Home Entertainment. Um, and then in 2006, he was promoted to the president of the World uh, Worldwide Home Video Arm. Uh, until 2009, two years he he was uh, the president of distribution for the studios. Yeah. And then uh, the Disney. He was, had, yep, bumped up to president of consumer products. 2011, yeah. 2015, he was named chairman of the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts um, when he replaced Tom Staggs. Yeah. Who, who went to COO. And uh, from that point in the company, in 2018, he reorganized to reorganize the parks to Disney Consumer Products and Interactive Media. Yeah. When they got rid of a bunch of the interactive media stuff. Um, which now changed it to experience and products. So all the retail, all the digital media stuff and all the park stuff is kind of under one big umbrella there, which is, that's quite a large umbrella. Um, I mean, yeah. Disney used to have like so many small little segments and you kind of got a lot of things lost in the, the giant kettle. Yeah. Um, do, do you have hope in Bob JPEG just to run the company as... Maybe Bob or even Walt did. I I'm not. I don't give them. I don't hold them to the standard of their predecessor or predecessors. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think that's fair. Because everyone he's his own person. So, you know, for me to say that is he going to be another Iger? No, he's not going to be another Iger. Is he going to be another Eisner? No, he's not going to be Eisner. He's not going to be Miller. He's not going to be. Um, he's not going to be Disney because he's he's not them. He's his own person. He comes from his own experiences. He's worked his way up through the company. Yeah, uh, I think he actually even started in the parks, from what I remember. And yeah. uh, he. Um... And I'm sure. A bunch of people will be shocked when he steps down, and then another random guy. Yeah, there'll be someone. I mean, you're talking about a company that's had what six or seven people running it in its, you know, its fifty plus years. 
Yeah. So he, um, you know, that's a very short list. And yeah. I, I mean, do I think he's going to do a good? I think he'll do fine. I do. Yeah. He's going to have, I think he's going to run in a different direction. Um, you know, he's not going to, he's going to do some of the stuff that Iger did. And I, well, he thinks Eisner and Iger and everybody did good. You know, he'll try and keep going possibly. He's going to try and improve things where he thinks things need to get improved. Now, are they going to be the best things or best directions for way things, uh, things should be improved? I don't know. I mean, yeah. time will tell. I mean, time, time will tell. Um, I mean, I, it's it's one of those things that sometimes during an event, people are, oh, I can't believe this. Oh, why are they doing that? <laughs> and then, you you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You have We have a different way of looking th- at things in hindsight. Yeah. And then we go, you know, we'll see things, you know, 10 years, five years after he's done or at the time he, was re- um, he decides to retire from that position and go, you know, this man did this. I, you know, he did this for the company. He did that for the company. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's like I'm sure a lot of you guys, as um, when Michael Eisner um, stepped down, same with me, thought that Iger wasn't gonna be like good enough, like for um for the standards that Eisner held up for quite some time actually so yeah I mean you know when Iger took over I was a little skeptical too and um wasn't sure how I felt about it but at the same time Eisner I thought had lost touch on kind of what was going on around him he started playing things too safely and just kind of he got kind of caught in a rut yeah Um, he wasn't doing like too much new things. It was just kind of. I mean, I think people keep on making uh, saying, "Oh, they're just doing another live action of an animated movie." Yeah, and trust me, I'm getting a little annoyed with those. There's a reason. There is a very good reason for that, um, which I've that? talked about before, where a lot of the the kids coming up um, don't respond to animation in the same way that generations before them have um and they want they respond better to live action so yeah you already have the ip rights to these things so why not reinvent them not in another animated way but reinvent them in a live action so you're changing the medium yeah and especially with the new milan coming out oh i i am so stoked for that one milan's one of my favorites but um, I was that... actually working in Disney World whenever that movie came out initially, and I got to see it in the AMC theater in Florida, just a you know, hop, skip, and a jump away from where majority of that was animated. Yeah. So that that's that's I have a, a special affection for that movie. But um, the, the thing is, no Mushu. No, but you know, there was no Mushu in the original poem. Um, you know, so it, Mushu, I mean, it's just like, you know, whenever they redid Winnie the Pooh and there was no gopher because gopher was a creation of the of Disney's, um, products and imagination. 
So it, it's um, I you know, am I shocked that there's no Mushu? Yeah, especially since at one point um, they were looking for someone to fill that spot. But I'm not going to hold that, you know, I'm not going to let that ruin the film for me. Yeah, um, I'm just excited to see the war. I mean, I'm not a big war guy, but I, I've seen the war before. And um, I'm excited how uh, it's going to turn it's going to turn out this month. So, yeah, um, I, I, you know, I think it's all going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, I have faith in Chapik. I mean, I, I'm not going to expect huge things out of him. I'm not expecting negative things. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm giving him his own leash and just saying, okay, you know, let's, let's see what this guy can do for us. I mean, I'm not expecting any miracles in the next. 12 months. I mean, you, you, it takes a while to get things going. It'll take years. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a year before Iger started all of his stuff, but that that's an exception. That's an exception. Like I said, 2006 buying Pixar, 2009 is when he acquired Marvel, which that's one of my favorite acquisitions right there. Uh, three years later, he got Lucasfilms, and then seven years later, right? Nine, eight, seven, in 2019, finished the deal with Fox, which was a that was a fluky deal as well. That just kind of happened. Comcast was going to buy Fox. Comcast got involved because Disney was there. <laughs> um, it, it was a chance meeting of uh, Mooper Bardock and Bob Iger. Um, and just some words kind of briefly got exchanged. And then um, Murdoch reached out to Iger and said, hey, you know what? Would you guys be willing to take on the the studio um things weren't going aren't weren't going so good for rudock um rupert murdoch back then and um a lot of things were being said and he was being accused of stuff yeah so he was trying to separate himself from the this company that uh he was involved in yeah so um that that was kind of fluky and then that comcast said okay wait a second um what if we offer you a bigger sum of money um, and they they just were they weren't in it for the same reason. Um, in it because they wanted to beat Disney. Yeah, basically they they kind of saw an in and just wanted to kind of make a statement themselves. Um, I mean, and just realize that's what what all was involved. That's what DreamWorks did. Um, the president of DreamWorks, I think, um, made a lot. Well, the director, I don't know, made a lot of, like, I don't know, it, um, nods to the Disney movies. Mm. So it's basically like, here, Eisner, here's what I think about Disney, Shrek. Well, basically, Shrek itself was uh, is an attack at, a jab at Disney. I mean, Shrek the Ogres, you know, rumored to be a Michael Eisner. Um and kind of, you know, here's this big ogreish guy in his little kingdom and just out of touch with things. Um, well, most of the people at, at DreamWorks, at the particularly the beginning, were people that got away from Disney because they did not like how Iger, uh, Eisner was running the, the company. Yeah. And um, again, that's that kind of started the downfall. They, they, you know, after The Lion King and the animators 
thought, well, we should have made more money off of that personally because, you know, our, you know, that's, that's our handiwork up there. And movies started to get a little bit more darker, like Hunchback of Notre Dame with the song Hellfire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Hunchback, that's, yeah, that, you could do a whole nother episode on Hunchback. Um, Hunchback has a lot of things. So they changed that story up too because it's supposed to be a lot darker than it actually was but they still but um, song which kind of creeps me out yeah well um i mean if you read the original victor hugo i mean you get a lot of creepy stuff going yeah on yeah but um yeah to swing back to Iger. so Iger, you know realizing some of those, these downfalls that um was going on during eisner's time decided okay you know what i'm, I'm going to kind of do things differently and he grew the company um, I mean, there's two ways to grow a company, organically or by um, you know, acquisitions. Yeah. And there's only so much organic growth that a company that size can do in a quick period of time. And I, Iger realized that time wasn't always on his side. You know, you, you don't always have five, ten years to to get something to grow and be a positive note. Um, I mean, like Disney Plus, everyone thinks, okay, they just came out within November and, you know, they've been working on it for a year before that. And here you go. No, Eisner, Iger actually been working on Disney Plus or had the vision of Disney Plus almost from the beginning um, because he started acquiring all these little uh, media companies, um, especially yeah. digital stuff um, yeah. from the get go. And, um, that all kind of folded into Disney Plus, what Disney made Disney Plus what it is now. But do you know what? So that's, do you know what will hmm. cancel? Um, if the vault was still around, but it would be like in digital form, like they could take movies off for like a limited time. So on Disney Plus for a limited time, but they didn't do that. They just got rid of the vault altogether. Not so much. You'll be surprised. There will be times that things will be disappearing from Disney Plus for a little while because uh, things already are. Um, and they will be gone for a bit and then they'll come back. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, so... Those that disappeared, have you? Um, I know some stuff has. I can't remember off the top of my head oh. um, what they've taken off, but they have taken some stuff off and... Some things aren't yet to show up on there, but that's because digital rights are still kind of all over the place. Yeah, uh, but they said Up would be on Disney Plus, and Up is on Disney Plus from day one. Yeah, uh, Up, all three seasons of The Simpsons, remember that stuff. Um, but like the the Home Alone movies, some of the Pirates movies, I think I've been taken off. Uh yeah, uh holiday stuff, so, holiday stuff. Shaggy Dog, Garfield Two, Strange Magic, yeah. um, Sandlot. So some of that stuff, um, the do little movies, have been uh, have been taken off. Eventually they'll come back. Yeah, but... they're bound to come back. Yeah, but you rotate things around, and that's how you keep things fresh. If someone's not watching something, why take up? Uh, take up the space that you you need on there. Do you know what one of my favorite things Eisner uh, pl- kind of planned out? Mm. Um, Mickey's ninetieth birthday. I mean, he he had to, d- he kind of had to do something with that because 
Iger. Yeah, Iger. Because it 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 was such a big celebration. So that that was a really good thing to for me. I I love Mickey Mouse. So. <laughs> oh, same here. Same here. The uh, uh, the Mickey's ninetieth. I thought was very well done. Uh, bringing Mickey a lot more back into the forefront of things. <laughs> Uh, especially with the the new Mickey shorts that are going on. And Mickey on. and Minnie's Runaway Railway is now open at Disney. So- yes, yes, that that is fantastic. I I have seen video online. Unfortunately, I haven't experienced myself, but I cannot wait to see that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this is type of stuff that I think people need to look at Chapek for that. He did stuff like that. He finally gave Mickey his own ride. You know, we, we have this Star Wars uh, Galaxy Edge stuff. Um, and that was more Chapek than than anybody else. So yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I think Chapek uh, will, will be beneficial to the company um, in one form or another. I mean, I, some other stuff. Speaking of the parks, Iger also expanded uh, the Disney park system, um, opening up Hong Kong in 2005 and Shanghai in 2016. Yeah, that, that those were really big milestones because uh, when when did the first um, theme park outside of the United States open uh, for yeah. Disneyland? Um, that was. Oh, I know this often. Let me look it up because I I should know this. <laughs> uh, but my, my, but my my mind like Winnie the Pooh, my mind has gone fluffy. Yeah. I actually had the DVD of it. Uh, the D- DVD of the the opening ceremonies, which are nice. July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. Uh, that was just Disneyland outside. of that was Disneyland itself. Walt Disney World didn't open up to, um, till 1971. Okay. What was the first international park? First international park was Tokyo. That was in the 80s. 81, 82. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're starting to uh, build the Disney parks. 83, April 15th, 83. Yeah. Um, then you didn't have another one until Eisner opened Euro Disneyland in the nineties. Euro 90s. Disneyland. Like, yep, Euro Disneyland. That that's now called Disneyland oh, Paris. I'm like, I've... Which that was something else that Iger did was uh, bought that back lock, stock, and barrel because, um, like Tokyo, it was something that they just had a financial stake in. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something that they owned outright. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, so, I mean, if you were to say what the one biggest thing that Iger did that you are, um, happy with, what would you Um, say? The biggest thing was really Star Wars. I love Star Wars. So, I mean, some people are not happy the way it turned out, but I mean, I remind them that Lucas gave us the the three movies that uh, be, between the originals and the the Disney ones, um, the the prequels. Um, so I, I I kind of leave it at that. Yeah, and um, I think 
one of the one of the just to get back on Michael Eisner for a bit. One of the movies that he he was involved in, not much, but I really like it. Is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because I mean, you had Roger in the parks and everything, and it's it's a really good movie. And I mean, I wish Iger brought him back, but they've been trying to. They've been trying to, but they realized to make a sequel to Roger would be astronomically expensive. And, you know, trying to get those rights to non-Disney characters. I'd like to meet Roger Rabbit. I would love to. He is my favorite character. My favorite, favorite character. Uh, He he was basically a... The kind of adult style Mickey Mouse, like I mean, not to kind of, but I mean Mickey Mouse is now centered around like mascot. He's the mascot, so we had to get a little bit more soft. And Roger, under the Touchstone Pictures name, is kind of the the adult style Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he was he was actually going to be the mascot of the Hollywood, well, what's now the Hollywood Studios back then, the Disney MGM Studios. Um, there was there was going to be a whole lot of sections to them. Um, originally, there was a store that had a bunch of that, uh, Roger Rabbit stuff. It was a Roger Rabbit themed one, um, which that's not there anymore. It's the back end of Pixar Place. Um, so they tore that down, but you, you would be able to find one of the uh, the dip truck and. Uh, uh, different things there. I love love Roger um, Roger themed items, but yeah, that that didn't last because the the rights got a little murky between you know Disney owning him and then Amblem um, having the rights for a while. So it was just kind of it was it was kind of um, it's kind of a rough setup. Yeah, uh, that they they had with on, Roger. Um, I'd like to, I would have liked hmm. to see. Uh, kind of a Roger Rabbit style sequel. And there was a script for that. And There's been several. There, there, I think there's actually, there is a book. Um, they did make a, a, a follow-up book to Who Censored Roger Rabbit. Yeah, um, and the thing is that the Also the passing of Bob Costas uh, Bob Costas well, Um Bob Iger. No. Uh, uh, how, no. Uh, why can't I even remember his name? Bob Chapek. Um. No, the actor from Roger Rabbit. Uh, I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, I I I, mm, I love several of his movies too. Why? why uh, told you my brain's going fuzzy. It's almost dinner time. Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna switch it up too. There we go. Uh, friend Roger Rabbit. Well, it's not Christopher Lloyd. He's he's still with us. Um. Yeah. Starring Bob Hoskins. That's it. I knew it was a H O S. Should I say Hodgkins? That's a disease. Bob Hoskins. Um, we lost him 
so that that makes making the sequel also a little trickier. Um, we lost him back in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, and uh, another big thing, going back to the Shanghai Disneyland, um, it's closed because of the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the Asian parks are closed now because of it. Uh, they closed Tokyo, they closed Shanghai, and I believe they closed Hong Kong as well, um, which is understandable. Um, they're 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 doing their due diligence as much as people, you know. But everyone keeps knocking them on the financial end. But if they didn't do it, people would be yelling at them too. You know, why aren't you doing this? And they are just looking for money. Obviously, they're not looking for money because they are. They're, they're doing per- the, you know they're, they're losing guests. money. I mean. They're giving the guests a favor to not catch the coronavirus at Disneyland. So that would be one of the worst places to get it. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, you know, um, ruin someone's vacation? <laughs> ruin, um, like, oh gosh. Someone, someone yeah, has the so. coronavirus and now we have to go back home. Yeah, exactly. So you know, not you know, they're 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 being good corporate and citizens. That I like the Disney and Marvel acquisition, and I mean, Warner Brothers owns DC. Um, back in the eighties, I think, and they acquired DC back in the eighties, and now. Disney has Marvel, which I think is way better than DC, but. Oh, I've always felt this Marvel was better than DC, even when they weren't doing so good. Um, yeah, I, I was so thrilled with that. Um, I mean, it, it was something that uh, Disney, Marvel needed to get with somebody. And I, I don't think there was a better fit than Disney, other than maybe like Paramount. But um, I think in the long run, Disney actually played out to be the better. I don't better think bet. Paramount would have worked out because let's see, Paramount owns a bunch of stuff. Like they would... well, Paramount's done the Transformer movies and the the um, the Mission Impossible's. Yeah. Uh, and they... one of the things that are really interest that was really interesting to me. Um, Fox is part of Blue Sky Studios, which. Uh, other way, yeah, Blue Sky Studios Sorry. owns Fox. Uh, oh, yeah. is owned by Fox. Um, yeah. Now Disney owns the rights to the Peanuts characters. No, they do not. They only own the rights to that one movie. Um, Apple actually currently owns the distribution rights for the Peanuts on, on uh, enter- on the visual aspects. Um. That's something that they picked up, which is part of the Apple Plus series. I, I, I thought the same thing, too, until I did dug into it a little more and found out Apple, Apple acquired the um, creative rights to the Peanuts to make the Peanuts in Space series, which is available on I mean, their streaming service. I, I was excited to see what Disney would have done with the Peanuts. Like... And that's a fu- that would be a funny story like, in itself. Snoopy because, goes to Disney um, World or something like that. 
Yes, Schultz himself actually wanted to be a Disney animator, and he was told that he was not yes, good enough. Yes, and here, here, here are the Peanuts characters, worldwide phenomenon. Everybody knows their names, and I mean, <laughs> who yeah, doesn't? Love who does it? And I, I think that they could have made, they could have had a bunch of things to work with, like the the peanuts getting to go to disney world or anything like that like um like it's yeah like they did with the muppets and i mean that that would be kind of cool to see how the peanuts characters would react to a disney theme park yeah it would have been good but uh yeah, so let, let right. me wrap this up. Um, so in a nutshell, Iger's time for you know t- tenure as the the yeah. head of Disney. Would you say it was a good thing? You think a bad thing for the company? How would you post it? Because people are saying different things. Some people, some people think he did a great job. Some people think he he soiled the company. What would you What would you think? I mean, with the accusation of Fox, I. I don't think they should have done that. I mean, but overall, I think that it it's it's been a good thing that Iger was part of the company for so long, and kind of fixed this downward spiral that uh, let's see, Eisner was putting Mm -hmm. the company into and I mean yeah I I think it's overall I think it's good overall yeah I mean during you're talking about what 15 years um, you know not everything's going to be a shining star but overall I, I think the company definitely grew in a very positive way uh, during his time, and, and I'm I'm happy to I'm you know I, I'm happy with what we got from him, and um, I I think him leaving now is, is um yeah good timing good timing um so I I leave it to you the listeners what what is your take on Iger you know let us know on the socials you can, Facebook um, social media and yeah Kyler thank you for joining me on the show let. Let my listeners know where can they find you? Where can they hear um, your wonderful my show? My show is available on Anchor, of course, and we're working to put it on Apple Podcasts and all the other listening platforms. Um, but currently, you can either listen to me on Anchor or Spotify at the Disney Theme Park Show. Yes, it definitely. Worth your time checking it out. It, it, Kyler hits on a lot of nice little topics. Um, it, it's they're definitely fun shows. Um, you know, like I said, I I was honored to be a guest on it. So my my suggestions: check out after you listen to the show. Yeah. Check out Kyler's show. And um, Kyler, again, you thank you very so much. Welcome, and everybody have a magical day. You have a magical Bye. day, and I'll see you next time. Bye.
I'd like to thank my very special guest, Kyler, again, Kyler Pope. Um, again, check out his podcast. It's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I always love to encourage young podcasters. But please, join also. Join our conversation on Facebook, facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast, or our new Facebook group, the Disney Marvels Podcast. You can also meet us up on Twitter, at Disney Marvels. You can also email the show with any answers or your suggestions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Please let us know, what did you think? What do you think of Bob Iger's legacy? Do you think it's a good one? Do you think he did a lot of good for the company? Do you think he changed the company? If so, again, good ways, not so good ways. Let us know. It's your opinion. Please, I want to hear it. You could also leave a voice message. I would love to hear some voice messages come through. I'll even put them in the show as long as they're appropriate. Uh, you can leave voice messages through the Anchor app or the Anchor website, which is anchor.fm. Find us there. And then find all these links in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have nowadays with everything going on, the, how crazy the world is. And, um, thank you for bearing with me as I had to take some time off because of craziness that was going on here. Um, I just recently moved, so I'm in my new studio. I have things up and set, set up and finally going. The studio's not fully put together yet, but I have. I dug the computer out. I woke the hamster up and got things moving. And so hopefully you get back back to a, a normal recording schedule. Um, but again, the, you know, I had to take time out. I understand you, you know, how your lives are. Um, I'm no different. And the fact that you've spent some of that time with me, I really appreciate it. Um, every time that you download, every time you listen, um, I, I, it does not go unnoticed. And it, it really... I cannot express how much you've affected my life and how how much this is how much this show means to me and the fact that you're a part of it and you guys really do make this show possible so thank you thank you thank you um, all I ask is if you can just you know spread the word spread the word let other people know about the the Disney Marvels podcast you know tell them out there that there's this this show and um, you know, the more people we have in this Disney family, the better it is. That We'll always believe that. The bigger a family, the better. Uh, you can even do this if you don't want to tell people. Just go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. Find the Disney Marvel podcast on there and tell people. Uh, give it a rating. Give it, Throw up a quick five-star rating. If you could type something up, that would be fantastic, too. Um, it just it really helps getting the, the word out about the show. And... Uh, it really helps out. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the show actually while you're at it. This way you know when I finally get around posting new episodes, they'll be where they are and that they're up. And uh, if you just want to do a little something more, really help the show out, um, especially like movie reviews and whatnot, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. You can do this over at Anchor, anchor.fm slash DisneyMarvels slash support. Or you can find our Patreon page over on the Patreon website. Um, links are in the show notes. Remember, because this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, no matter how difficult, how impossible things are, whether, you know, with everything that the news is talking about nowadays, um, with the coronavirus and everything, make sure you stay healthy. But make sure you keep yourself 
physically and mentally safe. It's, it's, they go hand in hand. And a lot of people are worried about the physical. People need to also worry about the mental as well. And your mental safeness is something that no doctor can really, you know, give you a quick pill and fix. It's, it's something that you need to just embrace and realize you are worth it. You are special and you are appreciated. Even if you don't feel like it. There is a light inside you that at times may seem very hard to find or very difficult to come upon. But it is there. Dig a little deeper. You will find it. Embrace it. Let that light shine. Be your own hero. Never give up. Never give in. And you too will achieve greatness. I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney. When you're curious, you find lots of interesting things to do. And there's one thing it takes to accomplish something. It's courage. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.